you're giving us some ASMR. Yes. <laughs> Do it in the microphone. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 it's like you did. That's like our intro music. <laughs> Hi, crime. <laughs> okay. Hi. So it's been a while. Um, well, I guess, well, I don't know how long ago that episode was. So it's been a while. It's we still don't know the result of the election. So I really wanted to do fun, scary story, but I also did not have the energy to work all day and then also make up notes for this. So I figured I could just talk about a story that a lot of people know, but a lot of people don't know, which is kind of this like modern day haunting story called Dear David. So full disclosure, I literally did nothing to prepare for this. Like there's some website called Wakelet. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. W-A-K-E-L-E-T. And they it, you can compile like different media in one space. So like tweets and Instagrams and videos and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so I'm pretty much just going through because this, this story was this, this guy, you know, thinks he's seeing this like little kid ghost. And he just kind of writes about it on Twitter all the time. And he'll just do threads and people like people would, you know, respond and and it was like, I don't remember exactly when I guess I can maybe look when it started, but it was just like super interesting. And I don't honestly, I don't care to this day. I don't care if it's real or fake. It's a super compelling story. So like that I'm getting out out of that what I need. Like I'm entertained. It's fun. It's creepy. Like what more do I need? You know? Yeah. I'm excited. It's like a good creepy pasta. I don't care if it's not real. If it scares me while I'm reading it, it did its job. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I like I said, this was a this was a Twitter thing. And uh it was a guy named Adam Ellis tweeting it. His Twitter handle is Moby underscore dickhead. Here we go. Okay. So my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. Thread. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> he started a... Pe- oh, sorry. And this first tweet was August 7th, 2017. So like a while ago, but also not that long ago. Yeah. He started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. Oh, snap. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. Look at this fucking life-ruining <laughs> photo. It oh, kind my of, God. It kind of reminds me of Ed, Ed, and Eddie for some reason. Yeah, or like scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Or, you know, what's that other poetry guy? Um, Silverstein or something? Shel Silverstein. Yes, it looks like one of It does, yeah. Uh, For a while, he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started shambling toward the bed. I couldn't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep paralysis fairly often. It sucks. Right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came up to me and said, you've seen dear David, haven't you? I was like, who? And she said, dear David, you saw him. She continued, he's dead. He only appears at midnight. And you can ask him two questions if you said, dear David, first. 
Then she added, but never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. What? He has boundaries. You have to respect them. (laughs) I was very shaken, exclamation mark. Having two dreams about the same thing is pretty weird. Anyway, a couple weeks passed without incident. Then David came back in another dream. Same situation. I was in bed and he was sitting in the rocking chair near the window staring at me. In my dream, I say, dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. Oh, shit. (laughs) What does that even mean? I say, dear David, what happened in the store? He groans, a shelf was pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I ask, who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. I realize that I've asked a third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. The next couple of days, I googled deaths in the city, but can't find anything about a kid named David dying in a store. I even try a few different names. Daniel, Dylan, Devin, nothing. A few weeks go by without incident. Sort of randomly, the apartment above mine is vacated and I have the opportunity to move into it. It's a larger apartment, so I'm thrilled. Another month or two goes by and I sort of forget about Dear David. I think he lost track of me because I moved upstairs. But lately, something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, almost like something is on the other side. Ugh. Yes, cats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Two cats. Two cats. Yikes. Sorry to the cat lovers out there. <laughs> Last night, I got a weird feeling and looked out the peephole, and I'm dead certain I saw movement on the other side. When I opened the door and turned on the hall light, nothing was there, but my cat seemed unnerved. Bushy tails, etc. And that's where I am right now. Dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. Okay, so now it's August 9th, and he says, update for the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it. Oh, yeah, he's holding a clock, and you can just see the cat is staring at the door. Like, they're looking like there's something there. Update. Oh, no, that's the one I just read. (laughs) Okay, what is this? This is a video of his cat. That's crazy. Just watching. Is there something there? Yeah, this cat clearly wants to go out this door. Yeah. Okay. Now, oh, wait, sorry. This is, I thought this was nice. This is August 8th. Okay, so I took a photo through the peephole because I'm too scared to open the door. I feel like I saw something. Then he says, I couldn't tell, so I mustered the courage to open the door. Nothing was out there, but I took another photo. Look at this. Is it just me, or is there something in the first photo right where the banister meets the shelves? Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. Wait, now I don't know if I'm seeing it or if I'm just seeing it because I think I should see it. No. There's something there, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where is... Okay. So, yeah, it looks like there's, like, a figure on the stairs. He said, I wasn't sure if it was a smudge or something, so I took a second photo from inside. There was something out there. 
I don't know. It looks like smoke, though, which I guess smoke shouldn't be there either, but maybe it smudges on the door. Yeah. I deadbolted the lock and got in bed because I don't know what else to do. I can still hear my cat meowing at the door. I am pretty scared. And he tweets a picture in the dark and his cat is looking at him and he has like green or bright yellow eyes. Uh, Two days later, it's been pretty quiet tonight. What was that? What is this? It literally just reads the date. <laughs> I thought, because it, it had the date and it had a little audio thing. So I was like, oh, did he record some kind of audio? No. Oh my gosh. Now I'm not even on the page anymore. That was such a mistake. Stupid, confusing. Okay. Okay. August 9th. It's been pretty quiet tonight. I'm going to try out a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. I'm heading to bed, but the cats are back at the door. They only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. And you can see they're (laughs) at the door the next night. And here we go, just minutes before midnight. I don't know if anything's... It's a video of his cat at the door. I thought he had two cats. Um, I don't think anything happens. It's just a cat sitting at a door. Oh, they're both there now. Okay. So now there's a picture of both cats again, acting like there's something on the other side of the door. (laughs) He did the thing from Hocus Pocus using salt to protect yourself. So he puts salt (laughs) along the door line so it can't come in. And he said, I don't even know if this is the right kind of salt. (laughs) I don't either. Uh, Maxwell is extra talkative tonight. He's obviously trying to tell me something. So one of his cats is being very vocal. Oh, Maxwell. (laughs) (laughs) I used a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time it hears something. There were 33 recordings. Dude, there's an app for that? Apparently. That's so cool. (laughs) Most of them are pretty vague. A couple are passing cars and the like, but there are three that I'm interested in. The first is a snapping sound and what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed at at all or all night. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't really sound like anything to me. (laughs) I don't know. I'd take his word for it, but I don't really. It's, I just feel like sometimes. It's like a floorboard, like cracking. Well, because I just feel like sometimes on these shows, these like haunting shows. Yeah. They don't say, what can you hear? Because then you'd have to come up with an answer. <laughs> they say, do you hear him saying leave? Or, you know, and they put the idea in your head. So then even if you don't actually hear it you'll still hear it because yeah. you're primed to hear it. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I really didn't. Um, then what is, what is this one? This one is weird because out of 33 recordings, this is the only one that has that strange electric sound throughout. Let's see. Yeah. It just kind of sounds like static. Okay. This directly follows the electric static. Another snap. Then I groan in my sleep. Well, I'm not going to play that. 
These happen between 2 to 3 a.m. I have no explanation for them. I'll keep recording and share if I find anything curious. August 12th, he says, getting the F out of my haunted apartment for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a post someone would make about, like, some crazy shit like this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Okay, so (laughs) on the the 12th at 9.15 p.m., he tweeted, I, ellipsis, have no explanation for this. What is it going to be? Oh, man. This tweet is unavailable. <laughs> Boo. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll never know. Um, okay. The next day he said, so a weird thing just happened. Take it with a grain of salt. I bought a Polaroid camera this weekend because they're fun and dorky. I decided to take a few pictures around my apartment. He shows the camera as proof that he really did buy a Polaroid camera. Polaroids are stupid and fun and inherently sort of creepy. I didn't expect to find anything. And for the most part, I didn't. I took a couple of my living room and bedroom. That's the first. Oh, that's the rocking chair. I first saw David in. They're pretty unremarkable. Yeah. What it does tell me is that his apartment is painted really nice. Yeah. Like really fun, bright colors. It's nice. uh, Nice interior design there. It's a nice picture. Then I went into the hallway and snapped a photo. The Polaroid developed completely black. I even ripped open and destroyed a fresh pack to see if it was just an undeveloped Polaroid, but they start out white. I also thought maybe I accidentally covered the lens with my finger, so I took a photo while intentionally covering it. The photo on the left is me covering the lens with my finger. The one on the right is my fully lit hallway taken just after midnight. Yeah, it's completely black. Yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. So this could be nothing. I'm not sure what to make of it. Then he says, I'll record myself sleeping again tonight and I have sage being delivered tomorrow. (laughs) As always, I'll keep you in the loop. Okay, one last thing, because I wanted to double check. Here's a couple video of me taking photos. Why? Okay. It's a video of him taking photos. Oh. It's literally just a video of him taking pictures. Nothing happened. Okay. Uh, oh, and then this is in the hallway. Okay. Now I'm going to take a photo of the hallway just to show you. Yeah, it's pretty well lit. Yeah. Okay, so it started out white, just like the other one. The first one has already developed. Let's see what this one does. Is it getting black? It looks like it's getting black. What the fuck? Yeah, it's 
Whoa. It's creepier when you see him do it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happened is he just showed us the camera. He took a picture in his living room, pretty well lit, left the photo to develop. Then he goes into the hallway, takes a picture. The hallway has a lot of light. It's not dark at all. And he does the same thing, same flash. And this picture just turned black. I don't know what to make of it, but it does. It's weird. Yeah. That was really creepy. Yeah. Two <laughs> times. Like, it, and it's weird. It's like the whole square is perfectly black. Like, how does that happen? Honestly, I don't know why I'm still fucking around with this camera. There might be a logical explanation. Someone told me to take photos from farther away, so I tried that. One with my iPhone and one with the Polaroid. Left is my iPhone. Right is with the Polaroid. The hall light was on both times. Why is it pitch black each time with the Polaroid? Oh, my God. Whoa. Okay, this is really creepy. So it's yeah. two pictures. The picture on the left he took with his iPhone, and you can see that the door is open, and you can clearly see the hallway, and there's a really bright light. And the second one is with the Polaroid and the door is completely filled in black. Like the Polaroids were. That's crazy. That's really creepy. This whole thread has been really convoluted and I'm sorry if it's hard to follow. I just thought this was all weird and wanted to share the next day. Folks have been urging me to get some stage sage. So I did. <laughs> He's burning sage. Saging the hall and definitely saging the hell out of this rocking chair. <laughs> it's kind of 70s vibe. Yeah. Honestly, sage doesn't seem like it'll help much, but I'm open to anything. I barely slept last night. I kept waking up feeling like something was wrong. But who knows? Maybe this will do something. I feel like it's not going to work if you don't believe that it will. Yeah. You know, like if you're doing it being like, this isn't going to do anything. I feel like it's not. Yeah. And, off, and also if he's lighting it properly or not, you know? Mm -hmm. Sage did not work. <laughs> <laughs> On the 15th, he said, I haven't dreamed about David in a few months, but he appeared again last night. In my dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, Oof. it feels like a bad omen. <laughs> Man. <laughs> the 18th, it's been two weeks, and he still does this every night at midnight. And again, it's two pictures of the cat at the door looking out the door and then looking at the owner. Other weird stuff has been happening, too. Lay it on me. <laughs> Give it to us, please. <laughs> uh, 9.18 p.m., August 17th. I've been recording myself sleeping and it picks up this weird static electricity sound every night at 3 a.m. It lasts about five minutes. It's the witching hour. <laughs> this morning I woke up to the whole house shaking. It felt like a small earthquake. I debated even mentioning that on Twitter because it sounds made up, but I distinctly felt the house swaying. Whoa. It's just a whole bunch of small things happening at once. I feel so uneasy, like right before a thunderstorm comes. Everyone is telling me to move, but I don't have any guarantee that this won't follow me. That's true. In The Conjuring, the, yeah. it attaches to them and not the house. They just issued a thunderstorm warning for tonight. Mm, that's creepy. So that was the 18th. 
Everyone in the city is talking about how weird the sky looks. I can hear rolling thunder in the distance. It's pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. August 21st, 3.35 p.m. All this ghost stuff has been spooky, but this past weekend was the first time I actually felt unsafe in my home. Thread. On Friday night, there was supposed to be a huge storm. In the end, it passed, but that night was bizarre anyway. I fell asleep pretty early. I was incredibly tired for some reason. I had a dream that night where David was dragging me by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower and then I noticed something. I'd woken up with a huge bruise on my arm. Oof. Wait, do you see a bruise? I saw on the second one. It's like red right there near closer Uh, to his wrist. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Now look, maybe I injured myself the day before and my arm was hurting during the night, which manifested as a dream. There could be a totally logical explanation for it. So I brushed it off. I went to get coffee, which I do every weekend. When I walk to the coffee place, I always pass a food cart repair depot. It's always incredibly busy, especially on weekends. I've lived in the neighborhood for over four years and the place has always been jam packed with carts getting serviced, but today it was completely abandoned. The whole where the whole warehouse was totally gutted and empty. And we have pictures of an empty warehouse. Well, almost empty. I went inside to look around. Well, who asked you to do that? (laughs) I went inside to look around because I was astonished that this place was suddenly empty after all these years. Basically, the only thing in the entire warehouse was a single green chair. Whoa. Creepy. Well, there's ladders. So that's a lie. There's ladders and there's a cone. (laughs) There are things. If you recall, David first appeared in my green rocking chair. It could be nothing, but it's weird that it was the only thing left behind. I think he's doing a bit of the number 23 kind of logic here, you know, where it's like, if you're expecting it, you can make anything connect, you know? Yeah. On my way back from coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It's remained shuttered since. So maybe they just sold it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) This poor little guy is like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) This ghost is playing games. (laughs) (laughs) The chair, my bruise, dreaming about an empty warehouse, and then passing by one, it gave me the creeps. Needless to say, I didn't sleep much that night. Too many strange things are happening, and more frequently. So, I don't know. Anyway, it was a strange weekend. On August 25th, he said, There have been a few small developments in my apartment, but I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. Thread. If you recall, my cats usually gather at the door at midnight, but lately it's been getting earlier and earlier every night. I was almost used to routine, so when they started to cry at the door closer to 10, I was confused. They began a new routine, hover around the door at 10 p.m., cry for about 15 minutes, then wander off as if nothing's wrong. That's really weird. But this week, something else has been happening. Shortly after the usual cat stuff, <laughs> around 10:30 or so, I start getting phone calls from an unmarked number. 
My entire call history for the past week looks like this. You'll notice that I answered once yesterday. Yeah. It's a picture and it's six calls. Yeah. Straight up saying no call ID. That's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, since this has been happening for days on end, I thought it might be an automated telemarketer or something. Usually if it's an automated thing, if you answer once, they quit calling. So I picked up. Instead, what I heard on the other end was the peculiar electrical static sound, very similar to the static my sleep app picks up at night. I didn't say anything. I just listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. After about a minute, the static stopped and there was silence. I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint I can't be sure. My heart was racing, so it was hard to hear. Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it said a very small voice, so I thought I would try to do I a love small that. voice. <laughs> Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting. Just hello. A flat statement. So quiet, I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because I was too scared to go to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. If I look at each individual incident on its own, there are perfectly logical explanations for everything. But after three weeks of weird shit happening, I don't know how to make sense of it all. The only thing I feel I can do right now is write everything down. So that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'll keep doing. August, wait, August 28th. So I moved the green chair out of the bedroom weeks ago. It's been in various parts of the living room ever since. Thread. I should probably get rid of it, but I'm not sure that would have any effect. Also, I'm going on vacation to Japan in three weeks. And I keep thinking if I make it to my trip, this will all end as dumb as that sounds. David lost track of me once when I moved, so maybe if he believes I've left the apartment again, he'll leave me alone. Anyway, last week I bought a pet monitor and camera so I can keep an eye on the cats while I'm overseas. It's basically a nanny cam that connects to the Wi-Fi, so you can check it whenever you want. It runs 24-7. It alerts you to sound and movement via an app. I blacked out the company since I doubt they want to be associated with ghosts. <laughs> Fair enough. In any event, I decided to test it out this weekend. I was away from home one night, so I set up the camera before I left. My phone pinged periodically through the evening, alerting me to the cats running around and playing normal stuff. Then around 11, it alerted me again that it detected motion, but when I checked the feed of my apartment, I didn't see anything. So I watched the feed again. Still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. Oh, God. Okay. Watch the chair. Okay. Oh. Wow. The chair's rocking. Yeah, it's rocking hard. It's really rocking. <laughs> They're having a grand old time. Oh my gosh, for like a whole minute. Oh no, it yeah. stopped already. Okay, that's really creepy. I knew it couldn't be the wind because I haven't had the windows open at all this summer. I have AC and like to keep it chilly. Me too. 
(laughs) It was unnerving, but there wasn't anything I could do about it right then. So I flipped my phone off and tried not to panic. About half an hour later, I got another motion alert. Oh, fuck. I'm like nervous. (laughs) Here's the feed of that alert. Oh, fuck. Did something just dropped? Yeah. I don't know what it was. Okay, so this is like a 40-second clip almost, and something fell onto a bookshelf he has. If you missed it the first time, like me, look above the shelf. It's a little turtle shell that I hung on the wall. Oh. Yes, I know it's weird to own a turtle shell, but my family lives in Montana and I picked it up last year at a native trading post. Oh, cool. It's oh, cute. Yeah, it is cool. I love that he shows us the turtle shell. Yeah, there's a picture like, of the turtle shell. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Since I've been back home, I've been too nervous to turn the camera back on and today has been pretty quiet. Yeah, because if you believe movies like Paranormal Activity, when you have a camera on ghosts and they know it, they're more active. Yeah. So it's like... I would definitely not do that when I was home. That said, I feel really uneasy. I put the chair in the hall. August 28th, 6.32 p.m. I hope nothing else happens tonight. (laughs) September 5th. (laughs) It happened. It's happening again. Thread. (laughs) I've been leaving the nanny cam on 24-7. It records every time there's movement or sound, as you know. (laughs) I was going over the feed from this weekend and noticed some weird stuff. During the night on Saturday while I slept, it recorded the cat in the living room. It seemed pretty unremarkable at first, but then after a few moments, Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. What? Okay, let's watch this. I wish I knew which one was Maxwell. Yep. Wow. Honestly, in watching it, like reading it seemed really creepy, but watching it, I kind of feel like, like, have you ever seen those like videos where people put like a cucumber and then a cat sees it and freaks out? Mm Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like that. Like when a cat, like maybe maybe it was a fly or maybe there was nothing there, but they just felt something like when you feel a hair on your arm. Mm-hmm. So that, I don't know. The video isn't quite as convincing. Oh, I don't think it was a bug or anything. Maxwell doesn't react like that with bugs. He just eats them. Something spooked him. What's more, I almost never get bugs. I've seen maybe three in all the years I've lived here. Well, la-di-da. Anyway, the next night, the camera recorded a couple more strange videos. Specifically, it recorded Maxwell doing this on and off for hours. Just standing. (laughs) (laughs) This is odd behavior for him, and I can't come up with an explanation for it, especially because of the next video. Here's the final video the camera recorded that night. The cat is using the couch to stand on its hind legs. Yeah. And now it's swatting at something. It's not happy. 
That was so weird. I suppose there's a chance it was a fly, but I honestly never get flies, so that seems unlikely. I just can't shake the feeling that something has made its way into the apartment. It's odd behavior from Maxwell in any event. Things feel off this week. I can't explain it. September 16th. I've been having so many nightmares lately. Thread. They're way more intense than my usual dreams, too. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon, I took a nap and had a dream I haven't been able to shake. In the dream, I was laying in bed and rolled over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. Whoa. Jesus. Shut up. The head was staring at right at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then. Everything was quiet. Other dreams have been just as strange. Things like dark figures staring in my windows, even though I live on the second floor. Oof. Stuff that makes no sense in relation to what I've been experiencing in real life. After that dream about the head, I've been feeling uneasy all night. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I decided to go for a walk, if for no other reason than to get out of my apartment. I went to a bodega a few blocks away to get a snack. Me. (laughs) (laughs) On the way, I had to pass the warehouse that was boarded up a few weeks ago. It's actually on the way to everything. I pass it twice a day just to get to the subway. I hurried past it since it freaks me out now. At the the bodega, I got some Doritos and a seltzer, then made my way back home. When I passed the warehouse a second time, I heard a dull thunk from the other side of the shutters. I, (laughs) I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. I probably should have just continued on, but curiosity got the better of me. There was a grated window next to the doors, about a foot above my head, too high to see into. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take one photo, and then run for my life. (laughs) I made sure my flash was on, positioned my camera lens through one of the grates, and snapped a photo. I... Almost thought I saw movement when the flash went off, but I couldn't be certain. The light bounced off the grates and was pretty blinding. I couldn't even look at the photo. I just ran all the way home. I was too jumpy to look at it for a while. I just ate my Doritos nervously. A mood. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) When I finally did look at the photo, here's what I saw. Are you ready? Yeah. It seemed to be a different part of the warehouse, maybe an office. There was a bunch of old insulation and what looked like a filing cabinet and a ripped up leather desk chair. That's so creepy. Wasn't it? Wasn't it just empty? Then I noticed something else in the upper right corner, something that looks like a face. Oh, that? Where? That's a doorknob, isn't it? That's what I thought it was. Oh, I see. Like it's deeper in. Oh, like here? 
I don't know. Maybe he, I'm confused. Okay. The more I stared at it, the more it started to look like a nondescript blur. Now I can't even be sure what I'm seeing. Maybe I'm too deep into this and my brain wants to see David when he's not there. But here, I messed with the filters on my phone a bit. Tell me this doesn't look like him. Well, he has a beard. No, Do he's you a, see that? He's a baby. Is this the beard? It looks like a beard, doesn't it? I don't really know what I'm looking at, to be honest. September 22nd. 10.58 a.m. The past few days have been fairly quiet. I haven't been spending much time at home. I leave for Japan in a couple hours. I've been trying to avoid anything weird before my trip. I still feel like this all might stop if I just leave for a couple weeks. Whatever happens, I want to thank everyone for their kind thoughts and concerns. This whole ordeal has been stressful and it means a lot. It makes me feel like I'm not going through this alone. See you in a couple weeks. September 28th. 9.18 p.m. I bought a votive tablet at the shrine I'm at in Japan. And the tablet or the votive says, please protect my cats while I'm away from home. Okay. October 2nd. It's my last full day in Japan. Thread. <laughs> the past couple weeks have been pretty peaceful. I have people taking care of the cats and they say they're, they've been doing fine. This morning I went for a long walk around Sapporo. I never really plan my vacations. I like to wander a lot and see what I find. I came across this statue in the park. I couldn't find out any real information about it online, but it was weird and pretty. This is the statue. Wow. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I was taking pictures of it from different angles since it's, since it's cylindrical. I moved around to one side and almost dropped my phone at what I saw. It felt too similar to be a coincidence. It felt I felt dizzy staring up at it. The kid with the dented head. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe this is nothing. It doesn't feel like nothing. This ghost is taking him all over town. <laughs> anyway, I have to pack for my flight home in the morning. It'll be good to see the cats again, at least. October 5th, I made it home safely. The cats are fine, if a little more talkative than usual. October 14th, 10.14 a.m. Weird things have been happening with the electricity in my apartment, apartment this week thread. First, two bulbs have burned out in the hallway in less than a week. At this point, I've just left it alone rather than get a ladder again. But the strangest thing has to do with the backlight on my TV. It's an LED strip that plugs into the TV itself via USB. The TV has to be on in order for the backlight to be on, but last night the backlight was flickering on and off by itself. I noticed it just sometime before dawn when I woke up and went into the kitchen to get some water. I'd barely gotten back into bed again when I saw a faint light coming on in the living room. After a few seconds, it went dark again. I went back into the living room and stood there watching the backlight go on and off, on and off, for at least a few minutes. It was bizarre. Eventually it stopped, and now the blacklight, bleh, the backlight doesn't work at all. It's only a couple months old, so it shouldn't be dead already. Anyway, I couldn't get back to sleep, so I went to the diner near my apartment. It was the only thing open at 4 a.m. 
I had eggs over easy with ham. It was too much ham, but the eggs were pretty good. When I got back home, the sun was starting to come up, so I figured I might as well shower and go into work early. I showered and brushed my teeth, then headed into the bedroom to get dressed. As I passed the front door, I thought I heard a faint scratching sound from the other side. It was so soft, I wasn't sure it had really happened. I went over to the door, but I was too scared to look through the peephole. I couldn't bring myself to actually put my face that close to the sound, so I opted to take a photo through the peephole instead. Since there's a skylight just outside my door, the hole was awash in faint yellow-green light. I snapped a couple photos. At first, the pictures didn't seem like anything, just blurry nothingness. But as I analyzed it and started noticing things, part of a face, an ear, and an eye staring right back at me. In in that pit, what? And where? This kind of looks like an ear, but that's all I'm getting. I think maybe it's time to get someone else involved. It's obvious this isn't going to stop until I do something. I'm just not sure what that is yet. I'll let you all know when I figure it out. Okay, now we jump to October 26, 8.45 p.m. Sorry for the radio silence the past couple weeks. Thread. First, I had a friend come over to do some cleansing stuff. She did the whole apartment and the hallway. A lot of self-proclaimed professional mediums have reached out, plus about a dozen Ghost Hunter TV shows. I've declined them all because I don't really want strangers in my house sensationalizing what's going on. So instead, I had a friend come over and cleanse the place, and for about a week, a week or so, it seemed like it worked. Things appeared to go back to normal. The cats weren't gathering at the door anymore. I stopped having dreams. It was starting to seem like it was over. Then, one morning last week, I was walking to work and passed the shuttered warehouse as usual. This time, all the metal doors were wide open, sunlight pouring in. The warehouse was still mostly empty, except for one thing. There was a hearse parked near the back wall. What? What? (laughs) The warehouse has been closed for over two months. I have no idea why it was open that day. Nobody was around. It was weird, but I tried not to think about it. It's not all that strange to see a hearse, I guess. Like, they have to park somewhere. (laughs) Fair. I tried to put it out of my mind, and the next several days were uneventful. But something else happened last night. It was around 11 or so, and I was watching TV on the couch. I went into the dining room to get a drink from the fridge and noticed both the cats sitting by the far window staring up at it. The window looks out onto the roof of the business next door, I glanced out the window, but didn't see anything. I figured that maybe there was a mouse in the wall or something. I shrugged and grabbed a beer from the fridge. As I went into the kitchen to get the bottle opener, I noticed something. There's a window in the kitchen, which looks out onto the same roof. And someone was standing on the roof, staring at me. I immediately ducked down. I reached up and flicked off the light switch. I peered over the windowsill, but couldn't see much. My phone was in my pocket, so I grabbed it and took a photo. It was blurry and dark, but I swear someone was out there. I mean, yeah. Do you you see it? No, you can't see anything. This is just a dark photo. (laughs) I tried to take a better photo, but the figure had disappeared. Yeah, it's just a dark photo. I closed all the blinds and made sure the door was locked and then drank like five more beers until I was too drunk to be scared. (laughs) 
But now I feel like I'm back at square one. I'm sure it was him. He's not going away. I don't know what to do. Okay. November 6, 2017, 6.37 p.m. It's been about four months since the first time I dreamed of David. Thread. This might be long, but stick with me. Last night I dreamed about him again. It was almost exactly the same as the first time I saw him. In my dream, I saw him in a chair again. I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time it was a recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and could barely move. But this time, something was different. I still felt mostly immobile, but I could squirm just a little bit. I felt more alert. I could move my hands somewhat. David glared at me, and I dreaded what I knew was coming. He was going to get out of the chair and come toward me like before. I had to do something. I keep my phone next to me on the bed, and I somehow managed to get a hold of it. I thought, if David is going to kill me, maybe I can at least get evidence on my phone. I started snapping pictures in the dark. Sure enough, he crawled down off the chair and began shuffling toward me. What? He moved slowly. Like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified, but I kept taking photos. David limped closer toward me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon I was face to face with him. He started muttering something too quiet for me to understand. I watched as his eyes rolled back in his head until they were all white. Whoa. I tried to writhe away from him, but I could barely move. I stared in horror as he began crawling up onto my bed, still murmuring something. And that's when I woke up. Same as before. Broad daylight. No trace of David anywhere. It's almost routine now. But it was a dream after all, so I got up and went to work. And after a while, the stress of the dream melted away. I wasn't even going to write about this since it wouldn't really be new information. But tonight I noticed something that petrified me. I went into my phone to find a picture from a couple days ago and saw dozens of pitch black photos in my camera roll, all from last night. It's better to just show you. Turn up your brightness because they're pretty dark. There's something here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's some scary shit. <laughs> yeah, it's getting close. Oh, Whoa. Ah! It's there! Uh, His head is bashed. Usually I can come up with some excuse for what's happening, but I have no logical explanation for this. So now I'm sitting here on my couch freaking out. I certainly won't be able to sleep. I just felt like I needed to get this out. And that was this... Okay, that was November 6th. And then this is November 17th. For everyone asking, yes, I'm alive. I've been on the quiet side because there's something I'm trying to investigate and I'm not sure how to yet. I'd rather not tweet unless I have something substantial to share, thread. It's also sort of hard to explain the logistics of what I'm trying to find out, but I'll do my best. Basically, there's a part of my apartment I'm just now learning about. At least that's what I think. To refresh your memory, I live in a duplex. I used to live on the first floor and now I live on the second floor. It's a long, boxy building that looks like this. Nice diagram. (laughs) Yeah, it's very clear. The other week, I was tweeting the most recent update from the living room couch. About 30 seconds after I'd sent the last tweet, I heard a thump directly above my head, as if someone above me had dropped something on the floor, which is impossible since I'm in the top apartment. 
There's also no way to access the roof. There aren't any ladders on the outside of the building. The only way you'd get on the roof is through a skylight in the hallway. There are no trees in the immediate vicinity either. It definitely wasn't pipes either. It was distinctly the sound of something falling to the floor. My building is old and makes lots of noises, but this was a new sound and it startled me. So I'm thinking, is there some secret crawl space in my home? I look over my apartment, but I can't figure it out. So I go into the hallway and that's when something dawns on me. There's no real way to ease into this. So I'll just say it. There's a mysterious hatch in my hallway. I've always known about it, but I just assumed it opened directly to the roof. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. I have that in my room. Yeah. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah, you do. Creepy. But yours is on the ground, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the ground. Like Coraline. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you go through, if you'd have another mother. I would love that. <laughs> not saying my mom's not cool. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the other mother's evil anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's really high above the stairs, so I always figured it was impossible to access without some sort of fancy professional ladder. I took this video so you can see how high it is. Oh, that's helpful. Okay. Oh, shit. It's really high, and you have to, like, if you had a ladder, it would have to be on the stairs. So, yeah. like, there's nothing safe about that. There's and no certainly not easy. Yeah. I see that hatch every morning when I leave for work and think nothing of it. But this time, something dawned on me. It can't lead to the roof because it's actually below the roof. I'm about to spring some simple math on you, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> Whew, here we go, guys. Stick with me. <laughs> First, the skylight is flat with the roof. I checked Google Earth to make sure. The hatch is about three feet below the skylight, meaning there are about three feet of empty space between the two openings. Oh, this sounds like a geometry problem. (laughs) I think maybe the hatch leads to a short ladder going to the roof. But even if that's the case... The hatch is level with all the ceilings in my apartment. That means that there's three feet of empty space above my apartment. Oh, ooh. I was ready to explain this away for a few reasons. One, it might just be some sort of insulated space that all residential buildings have. I'm not an architect, so what do I know? Same. (laughs) It didn't seem relevant enough at the time, so I decided I wasn't going to mention it here. But over the past week and a half, I've been hearing more things above me. A few days after the first sound, I heard a similar thump while I was in the kitchen. Then last night, I heard something small clink to the floor and roll about six feet before stopping. Something is going on up there. Maybe it's a raccoon, but maybe it's not. I also can't get over the fact that the hatch is in such a weird, inaccessible place over the stairs. I need to investigate. I'm just not sure how right now. (laughs) I guess I'll try to buy a long pole off of Amazon to see if the hatch even moves. I might have to buy a construction ladder. At any rate, that's why I've been MIA for a minute. I'll keep you posted when I figure out how to get up there. This is, oh, this is the same day. Okay, I bought a pole. If the hatch is movable, I'll either shell out for a ladder or call my landlord to investigate. Why wouldn't you just call the landlord first? Then you don't have to do the work. Yeah, that would make more sense. Like, that's the only good thing about paying rent is that when there's a problem, you don't have to take care of it. Yep. Okay, November 28th, 7.18 p.m. A lot has happened in the last week, but I was away for Thanksgiving, so I'm just now able to write it all down. 
thread. <laughs> the noises from the ceiling haven't let up, but the pole I ordered didn't arrive before I had to leave for the holiday, so I didn't actually get it until late Friday night. I planned to investigate the next morning, and I went to bed. I'd fallen, I'd barely fallen asleep when I woke up to an incredibly loud crash above me. It sounded like someone had dropped a bowling ball. That's just having neighbors. Oh, but he doesn't. That's the point. Yeah. (laughs) I bolted upright in bed and immediately felt strange. There was a weird energy all around me. I can't explain it. After about a minute, I heard another crash. I briefly thought about grabbing my shoes and booking it. But that would mean passing under the hatch, and that seemed like a bad idea. So instead, I just listened and waited, though I'm not sure for what. The crash happened again, and then again, probably 15 times in a row, followed by a long silence. Then I heard a smaller, creaky sound from the hallway. In my mind, I registered it as a footstep, but it really could have been anything. I stayed still, but there were no more sounds after that. I lay back down, still tense and nervous. But I must have fallen asleep at some point because I woke up the next morning and everything seemed normal again. I got dressed and left to go get a bagel, same as every Saturday. I love this man's routine. I know. He really has routine. (laughs) I respect it. As I made my way down the stairs, something crunched under my feet. I looked down and noticed a pile of debris on the stairs directly under the hatch. You can see there's like some dirt and stuff. God, see, there's nothing like old buildings. Like, the stairs are red. Like, everything's painted. Everything, like, like, don't get me wrong. L.A. is my home now. But, like, everything is, like, modern and uniform. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that has, like, I I love a house that has, like, character, you know? Yeah. It's Uh, got a little age on it. Yeah. It looks like dirt, but I couldn't tell for certain. It could have been old plaster or something. I glanced up at the hatch and noticed something else peculiar. The edge of something was caught in it, barely poking out. It's hard to see because it's so far up, but I took a photo. Is he talking about this? I think so, yeah. Okay. There's a hole. At that point, bagels were the last thing on my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I went back upstairs and grabbed the pole. I set my camera on the coat wardrobe at the top of the stairs and hit record just to make sure it would be caught on video if a demon burst out of the hatch. That would be so dramatic. I know, right? (laughs) I love this so much. God, it is so high up. Yeah. Okay, he's he's got his pole, and he's filming hitting the hatch. It's, like, really high up. You're there, bro. Just do it. Oh, Whoa, what was that? I don't know. Something fell from the hatch. I jumped out of the way and practically fell down the stairs trying to dodge whatever it was that fell. At first, I thought it was a dead squirrel, which would honestly explain a lot. It hit the steps and bounced down to the first floor. I went upstairs to get my phone and collapsed the pole since it's so long and unwieldy, then went back downstairs to investigate the object that fell. At first, I wasn't even sure what it was. It was a dingy... Nope. It was a dingy, faded black. I picked it up and realized what it was. It was a small... Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. It's a small leather shoe. It is a children's shoe. Whoa. I hustled back upstairs and texted my landlord. 
I told him I thought there was something in the crawl space and asked if he could investigate. He said he'd come by later with a ladder and check it out. Look at that. Look how if you just fucking do it from the beginning, everybody wants to do everything themselves. Like I know it's hard to ask for help, but if whatever you're investigating could kill you, fucking ask for help. Yeah. Just do it. I don't care. that This is like literally a landlord's job. That's crazy. Okay. A few hours later, my landlord was on a ladder, shining a flashlight into the crawl space. I stared up at him, half expecting something to grab him and yank him into the darkness. He angled his flashlight all around and finally saying, there's nothing up here. But then he was like, oh, wait. I watched as he reached up into the emptiness with his free arm. And when he pulled it back, he had something small and round in his hand. He climbed down the ladder and handed it to me. Again, I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. It was smooth and shiny, and at first I thought it was an old piece of candy, but it was cold and too heavy to be candy. After a second, I realized it was a marble. Wow. It was so worn that it hadn't registered as a marble at first. Its shape was also sort of weird with a little bump on one end. My landlord seemed unbothered for the most part. Uh, okay, dude. (laughs) And he told me to call him if I heard anything else. I went inside and headed to my office to see if I could figure anything out about this marble that somehow made its way into my ceiling. I had nothing to go on. And in short, I didn't really learn much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Honest. But I did figure out the bump on the marble. Apparently, in the early 1900s, they made marbles by hand and cut them with big metal scissors, which mean the marble is probably really old. Anyway, now I have a decrepit old shoe and a marble sitting on my dresser. I guess this is the new normal. So that was December, or sorry, that was November 28th, and now we're on December 12th. Sorry for the long break. I haven't been feeling great the past couple weeks and haven't had time to update. Thread. (laughs) There also wasn't much to say for the most part. I wasn't sleeping well and I was having weird dreams, but they were vague and hard to describe. I'm sleepy all day long, and I've been getting sudden bouts of dizziness. I chalked it up to always having earbuds crammed in and made a mental note to get my ears checked. Other than that, things were pretty quiet. I sort of fooled myself into thinking that finding those items in the attic somehow ended all this. Not that that would make much sense. But last week, something started to happen. Late on Wednesday, I woke up with a start and felt something strange, like something had just been watching me. I turned on the light, but I was alone. Still, there was this tangible feeling of badness. Everything felt wrong, sort of like when you have the flu and you wake up at night and can't really tell where you are for a minute, or if you take a nap. It was a feeling I'm used to. It always accompanies David. People tweet at me a lot saying he might just need help, but I'm certain that's not the case. Every time he shows up, I feel a palpable sense of malice. There's what I felt that night malice dread but still i was alone and i was so tired i wound up just going back to sleep i've been so exhausted recently i can barely function the next night the same thing happened i woke up suddenly feeling like i had just missed seeing something like a candle had just gone out and i could still smell it i thought about using the pet cam from the living room to monitor my bedroom while i slept but the cord was too short to get the camera high enough to see the entire room So I improvise. I downloaded an app that takes a photo every 60 seconds and set my phone on top of a bookcase. 
It's almost seven feet tall, so it had a pretty good view of my bed and the surrounding room. Then I went to sleep. Just like before, I jolted awake hours later, feeling the same unease. I turned on the light and hurried out of bed to get my phone from the bookcase. There were probably 350 photos to scroll through. The vast majority of them were me sleeping in an empty room. It's sort of dark, but you can see me sleeping. I left a couple lights on just in case anything showed up, but the first hundred or so photos, it was just me in an empty room. Does he not have a comforter? Just like a blanket on top of sheets? (laughs) A fitted sheet? His bedroom is like really not decorated. No. (laughs) Then suddenly he was there. No way. That's it? I thought that was a doll. Suddenly he was there standing on the chair at the foot of the bed staring at me. Whoa. It looks like Sam. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's very clear. In the next photo from a minute later, he just seems to be staring up at the ceiling. Just staring. Then he appears to collapse on the chair. The next dozen photos are all the same. He's completely lifeless. At first, I thought he was dead, which obviously doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I looked over at the chair, half expecting him to still be there, but it was empty. But then, in the next photo, he's gone. The room is totally empty again. He's gone in the next several photos, too. I figured maybe that was it, but I kept swiping through the photos. About 15 photos later, he was back, standing next to the bed. It was just like, it was just like the last time I saw him. Oh, he's right here. Thanks. That's when my heart started to race. I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. I swiped to the next photo and my heart sank into my stomach. He was on the bed inches from me, staring down at me sleeping. Do you see that? Yeah. Man. That's kind of scary that he can capture that with the camera and like see it in person like i don't know man paranormal activity stuff is like insane what they can do the next one was worse in the next photo he's staring right at the camera really i mean you can't totally tell where he's staring after that there's seemingly nothing he disappears again and the rest of the scroll is just me alone in my room that is until the last photo Here's the final photo on the scroll. Oh, oh my God. Shit. That is definitely a baby's head. Yeah. I actually am going to scroll past it because I don't want it to. I feel like it's going to like move into frame. I'm at a loss for words. That malformed ear, that stringy hair. I didn't even know what to think. I looked all over my room, but couldn't find anything. And honestly, I've been so exhausted. I didn't know how to process it. Even now, all I want to do is just go to sleep. December 20th. Hey, everyone. I'll be gone for the next week visiting back home in Montana for the holidays. It'll be nice to get away from all this for a bit. Thanks for everyone's kind words lately. I'll see you when I get back. January 2nd, 2018. So I've been away from the city for a couple weeks. Thread. I went home to Montana for the holidays and almost immediately I started to feel better. Less tired, less foggy. Up until now, I really haven't entertained the thought of moving, thinking that David would probably just follow me wherever I go. 
But when I left for Montana, everything seemed to improve. Like maybe David wasn't following me at all. Maybe he was just tied to the house, not me. Being home felt safer and I managed to relax a bit. I even started browsing listings for new apartments back in New York. The last thing I want to do is move in the middle of winter, but after the past few months, it seemed like it might be worth it. It felt like there might be a way out. But after a few days, I started to feel strange again. One night, I got up to go to the bathroom, and as I stood there in the dark, I couldn't help but feeling like there was something moving outside the bathroom window. Maybe you're in Montana. Couldn't it be like a bear or something? Yeah, right. The bathroom looks out into the backyard, and it was pitch black. I could barely see anything, but it's Montana, and there are animals passing through all the time. Sure enough, in the morning, I found animal tracks through the snow. I don't know the specific animal. Deer, elk. Yeah, I don't know. The next night, the same thing happened. I got up in the middle of the night and thought I saw movement in the blackness outside. This time, I stood at the window and gazed out, straining my eyes to see, waiting for them to adjust to the night. For a long time, I stared out into the snowy darkness, but couldn't see any movement. Then, just as I was about to turn away, I saw something lurch off to the right and disappear from view. Again, it was too dark to make out the animal, but it could have been anything. Maybe a coyote or something? In the morning, as I was getting out of the shower, I glanced out the window and noticed tracks behind the garage. Oh, I couldn't tell what they were from the bathroom, so I got dressed, put on my coat, and went outside. When I got up close, my heart practically stopped. They weren't tracks. They were footprints, really small footprints. There are. I followed them across the backyard, but they disappeared into the ditch out back. I stood there in the snow, not knowing what to do. What could I do? Call the cops and tell them I found footprints in the snow? The last couple nights, I was too scared to leave my room. If it had been David out there in the snow, it means that he could follow me anywhere. No matter where I moved, he could find me. I felt helpless. I flew back to New York the day after Christmas. Back in my apartment, it seemed like I was at square one yet again. I've tried everything I can think of. I've staged my apartment. I've hired a medium. Nothing has worked. And worse, I still feel him at night, watching me from different corners of my room, always getting closer and waking up right before something happens. For the past few nights, I've been using that app that takes photos every couple minutes, but nothing has shown up. For whatever reason, it doesn't seem to work anymore, but I've left it running just in case. It's picked up absolutely nothing save for one thing from last night. Last night was particularly bad. I felt sick and had nightmares all night. I dreamed that David was hovering in the corner by the ceiling far off the ground. He was mouthing something, but I couldn't hear any words. Then he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, his mouth moving faster than it should be. I couldn't move. I could only look up at him. Suddenly, he plummeted downward and I felt this huge pressure crash into my chest. I woke up gasping, the wind completely knocked out of me. I sat up and looked around frantically, heaving for air, but there was nothing. When I caught my breath, I retrieved my phone from the dresser. The photo roll showed nothing of note save for the last photo, taken just a moment before. What? Oh my god. What? It looks like they're... There's like a figure or doll hovering over him, like directly over him. I don't know what to do. I'm at a loss here. I just don't know. January 16th, 2018, 7.24 p.m., another thread. Sorry for the long delay. Honestly, I wasn't sure I was going to tweet again. 
After what happened a couple weeks ago, everything stopped. Well, sort of. I wasn't having dreams anymore and I was feeling better. I was sleeping through the night again. Actually, I was feeling great. I still do. But things have been sort of weird, too. It's hard to explain. I'll try, but I don't know if any of it makes sense. Basically, as good as things have been for the past couple weeks, I can't shake the feeling that something is off. Like I've been sleeping fine and I have lots of energy during the day, but sometimes I seem to sort of lose time, I guess. I'll look up at the clock and realize a whole hour has gone by and I don't remember any of it. Or I'll mishear someone and ask them to repeat what they said, but they'll say they didn't hear, say anything. Little stuff like that. But after what I've been through, that's not a big deal. Despite all that, I felt ready to put it all behind me. So on Sunday, I opened Twitter intending to update you all that it was over, or at least I thought so. I just want things to go back to the way they were, and it seemed like they had. I was writing something to that effect when I noticed I had way more notifications than usual. I swiped to my mentions and saw that everyone was tweeting to me about something I'd posted to my Instagram story the day before, saying they saw something weird. The stories are expired now, but I have screenshots and I don't know how to explain it. Long story short, I went to brunch on Saturday with a friend. I posted a few photos to my story and they were fairly unremarkable. Here's the first two I posted. Totally dumb and normal. They're totally boring brunch photos. I posted one more photo of me and my friend before leaving and that was that. But the next day, I had a zillion messages about the third photo I posted. People had taken screenshots and sent them to me. This is what somehow got uploaded to my Instagram story. Whoa. What? I don't know. That's creepy. Yeah, right? Seen by 167,000 people. Jesus. I have no clue what happened. It looked perfectly fine on my phone when I uploaded it. I'd say it was just a glitch, but I can't make sense of what's happening with my face. Maybe I can. I know what it looks like, what it probably is, but I don't know if I care anymore. I really just want things to be normal again and things feel normal enough right now. I don't know. I guess I'll keep you updated if something else happens. Uh, January 28th. Wait, what, what were you? Oh, yeah. That was January 16th. January 28th, he posted a video with no caption. The cat's crying at the door again. Yeah. February 3rd, or February 2nd, 2018, he tweeted, everything is fine. February 13th, please don't worry about me. I'm okay, and everything will be like it was before. February 14th, 12 a.m., it's another video of his cat at the door at midnight. That's long, though. Something going to happen? Yeah, the cat's just, like, meowing at the door. And then looking and then meowing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was February 14th. March 12th, 2018. This is the last tweet. For everyone asking if I'm alive, I'm doing okay. It's been pretty quiet around here lately and I've been trying to focus on work. Of course, I'll keep you updated if anything strange happens. But for now, I'm staying busy with drawing and other projects. And let's go to his Twitter feed just to see if there's anything new or anything posted. Okay, it's a lot of just election tweets. He's anti-Trump, which is good. 
Scott Bayo is arguing with him for some reason. This is a really weird timeline. Oh my God. Look at this. Sorry, this isn't relevant, but that's Kendall Jenner. A waiter with a mask on is holding her cake and this fuckwat is blowing out her candles. She's blowing onto this man. He's trying to get out of the way and she's completely unbothered. Wow. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. I heard rumors that he was getting like a book or something. I don't know if he did. So maybe that's the end. Are we supposed to infer that the demon baby is inside of him now because it was like hovering over him and then now everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's great. I'm just going to leave with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I don't think everything's fine. <laughs> the freaking leather shoe fell. Yeah. That was something else. I mean, Hey, if this is fake, it was pretty good writing. Yeah. Anticlimactic ending, unless it is what I said it is, in which case, pretty, yeah, pretty good story. Yeah, I guess that's, that's Dear David, a creepy viral, it's like not creepy pasta, but it's like kind, I don't know, it's like a new kind of shareable, scary story. Yeah, no, um, I like that. It's like real life. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, they're still counting the votes, so who knows? They like can't look at updates. Go follow High Crime at High Crime Pod. It's the same handle on Instagram and Twitter, and Facebook is also High Crime Pod. And we're actually doing a giveaway. If you go to Apple Podcasts, and give us a five-star review. DM me on Instagram your, a picture of your review. And you'll be entered to win an Amazon gift card. So Sweet. there's that. And that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening. Hang in there. Go for a walk if you need to. Take a bath. Whatever, like, de-stress. Because it's, like, super stressful right now. But uh, my dog just woke up from her nap, and uh, I think she wants dinner. So later, Later, bud. bud.